Praise God, praise God. Thank you for staying connected to Victory Corner Podcast. We're happy that you're still following. God bless you. I would like to use this opportunity to appreciate you for for listening to some of our up- uploads, the podcasts, and the episodes of previous messages. God bless you for doing that. It is well with you in Jesus' name. Okay, I would like to share with you an important message tagged the sin of Manessa, the unforgivable sin of Manessa. Who was Manessa? Manessa was once the king of Israel, just like his his fathers. He had the privilege of leading God's own country. But then he was a terrible character. He was an evil man. Manessa was an evil man. Right, so while on my way back from work, I, we, we talked, uh, I had a conversation with a very good friend and we talked about the situation in the country. Why it seems like prayers are not really helping, making a difference in the country. Ah, God have mercy. So we talked about the challenges and how things are actually getting worse. So somehow my spirit took me to Babylon, to, to the situation that Israel found itself in when they cutted, uh, when Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar cutted them away. And I, I, I came to realize that before that happened, something must have gone wrong. That a country that belongs to God would be cutted away by an enemy country. Does it mean that God was not aware? Or does it mean that God has lost interest in Israel? Ah, the latter has to be the reason. Because it is his hard desire that we prosper and be in great health. Therefore, he wants us to succeed. But when we sin against God, and we soil our hand, we are not entitled to that blessing. Okay, so let's quickly go to 2 Kings chapter 24. I'm going to read this. I want you to listen attentively. Remember once more the topic. Manessa's sin. The unforgivable sin. Now verse 1. During Joachim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded the land, and Joachim became his vassal for three years. But then he turned against Nebuchadnezzar and rebelled. The Lord sent Babylonian, Aramean, Moabites, Ammonites, raiders against him to destroy Judah in accordance with the word of the Lord proclaimed by his servants, the prophet. There had been a prophecy that (laughs) Israel will be taken into captivity. God had become so disappointed in Israel. But Israel abandoned uh, God's precepts 
and directives and all that and started living carelessly praise god started living carelessly so we're going to look at king manessa and what he did king manessa committed serious atrocities against god and god had to punish him seriously okay now second kings uh chapter 21 quick look at second kings chapter 21 now what does the bible say here it's interesting to know that that god there are certain things that god cannot pardon one is blasphemy another one is killing innocent people <laughs> such atrocity heaven does not overlook now in second kings uh, 21 the reign of manessa son of hezekiah manessa was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned 55 years in jerusalem his mother's name was hefziba and he did evil in the sight of the lord according to the abominations of the nations whom the lord had cast out before the children of israel he went as far back as canaan all right the area of canaan and practiced the, ex- the exact religion that they practice he became idolatrous you see Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king this means that he was born in the last 15 years of hezekiah's life the additional 15 years that hezekiah, hezekiah prayed for those additional 15 years brought judah one of its worst kings Praise God. Uh, thank God for enduring word that has given us this wonderful uh, illustration of what happened. Had this good king been able to foresee the wickedness of his unworthy son, he would doubtless have no desire to recover from his sickness. Better by fire die childless than beget a son such as Manessa proved to be. If Hezekiah had known that the prayer he prayed for additional 15 years was going to lead to the birth of a, a very satanic king, he would have asked God to keep the 15 years. Can you imagine that? But as, as, as God told Hezekiah, uh, Ezekiel, the soul that sins shall die. So there is no way Hezekiah would pray for the sin of his child. Right, so this was both a remarkably long and a remarkably evil reign. A long career or longevity is not necessarily evidence of the blessing and approval of God. Right now, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord has cast out before, before Manasseh imitated the sins of both the Canaanites and the israelites of the northern kingdom right so since god brought judgment on these groups for their sin casting them out of the land similar judgment against an unrepented judah should be expected so what exactly did manessa do i want i want to go straight to that place he rebuilt the high places which hezekiah his father had destroyed that is one 
right so he promoted idolatry which is a in, in disobedience uh, against God's first commandment that shall have no other God except me so that it was blasphemy so he raised up altars for Baal we, we, we have a lot of people still involved in idolatry even Christians that still patronize Babalawo and what have you and, and made a wooden image as Ahab king of Israel had done and he worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served them he also built altars in the house of the Lord Kai what an insult oh my god he, he established satanic altars in the house of the Lord of which the Lord had said in Jerusalem I will put my name and he built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. Ha! That, that is worse. Right? He, he built satanic altars for all the hosts of heaven in two courts of the house of the Lord. Also, he made his son pass through fire. This one is maximum idolatry. He practiced soothsaying. He used witchcraft. Oh man, this this guy went so deep into evil. He consulted spirits and mediums. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. Every atrocity he committed, he committed it on purpose. He even set a carved image of Asherah. That he had made in the house of which the Lord had said to David and to Solomon his son, in this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will not make the feet of Israel wander any more from the land which I gave their fathers. Only and only if they are careful to do according to all that I have commanded them, according to all the law and my servant Moses commanded them. But they paid no attention. And Manasseh seduced them to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord had destroyed before the children of Israel. Can you imagine that? Israel has been enjoying this privilege of of uh, becoming God's favorite, and they have witnessed God destroy so many nations that declared war against them. How God protected them! So, in spite of that privilege, this king called Manasseh did more than these nations in terms of evil practices idolatry what have you he did much more all the high places that his father destroyed he rebuked them that is he he went back into consulting demons and he raised altar for vows and made 
a wooden image. Now I'm going to fast forward to Second uh, Kings 24 verse 15. All right now, Second Kings 24. Now I'm going to read from verse 3. This is, this is exactly where his sins were uh, carefully highlighted. Now, all right, the very reason that God even became angrier and swore that Israel would be taken into captivity. Now, see, is it? Surely these things, that is Second Kings 24 verse 3 now, surely these things happened to Judah according to the Lord's command. In order to remove them from his presence, he has become so disgusted by the presence because of the sins of Manasseh and all he had done, including the shedding of innocent blood, for he had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood and the Lord was not willing to forgive. God have mercy. God have mercy. He had sacrificed innocent people to, to uh, on the altar of Baal. In allegiance to uh, with, with allegiance to uh, this, this, this idols, this, this demons, which is an insult to God. He said, including the shedding of innocent blood, for he had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood. These blood speak out, they, they spoke out, they, 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 they wept, and God heard the voice. And the Lord was not willing to forgive. I'm going to take verse 3 again. Listen to me very well. He said, Surely these things happened to Judah according to Lord's command in order to remove them from his presence. God have mercy. Because of the saints of Manasseh and all he has done, that God punished a nation because of its leader. God punished a nation because of her leaders. Kai. Now, what exactly happened to Judah? So, we're going to read uh, verse 2. The Lord sent Babylonian, Aramean, can you imagine, Moabites, Ammonite raiders. These are four countries. Four. <laughs> oh my God. All these four countries are enemies of Israel. <laughs> Against him just to destroy Judah. To make sure that Judah is, is destroyed completely. In accordance with the word of the Lord. Proclaimed by his servants. The prophets. Praise God. All right, so 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 you see, see, God is not man. Don't don't joke with God. God is not man. God is not man you play with. Don't test God's patience. The Bible said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. Don't test his patience. When you intentionally run after idols, patronizing uh, how about dog, how about what you call them? Dibia. But when you do this thing 
intentionally because there's no way to not be intentional anyway because you know what you do when you go to these shrines to consult them for one charm or the other you cannot tell me that you're under a spell that that's, that's a very weak lie foolish lie so god sent the babylonians the Aramean, moabites and Ammonite against him to destroy Judah. <laughs> what they have done. Now, he, he cannot behold iniquity. You know, the annoying part is that Manasseh was doing this intentionally to annoy God. I'm, I'm telling you, he kept, he, just, he became innovative in sin. He became very innovative in sin. He went into the temple. Oh my God. I want to read this to you now. This man went into the temple and established altar for Baal. He went into the most holy Oh my God! No, 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 no! Wait a minute! I am going to take you back. I need you to take your time and listen to this podcast. Don't be in a hurry. All right. So in Second Kings, that's Second Kings. So from verse three to nine, the Bible said he also built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord had said. In Jerusalem, I will put my name. And he built altar for all the hosts of heaven in two courts. All right? Of the house of the Lord. Also, he made his son pass through fire. That's a very demonic ritual. He himself practiced soothsaying. And he used witchcraft and consulted spiritists and mediums. Now he did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. I'm going to stop here right now. Now think about this country now. This is exactly a replica of what is going on. A country not established on righteousness. This is the exact situation right now. Serious blasphemy, idolatry is going on. People are even openly practicing these things. Even in the church, as you are listening to me, there are demonic altars that have been established in churches for signs and wonders. There are churches that their foundations are, are demonic. Covenants that, that uh, were even made before the foundation was laid. Praise God. I don't know. Uh, some days ago, I had this message that I shared 
and I talked about the seven letters to the seven churches. And in that verse two, the letter to Pegamos, Pegamos, the angel of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, emphasized on idolatry. How the church had embraced the doctrine of Balaam. Now this is the exact situation here, right? You see, he gave them the opportunity to repent. That's the difference. In the revelations, he has called them to repentance. But if they fail to repent, he will come and he will remove the candlestick from such a, such a church. Alright? Now, what Manessa did was to practice all manner of evil. Now, there's a point you were saying that it becomes uh, very intentional that you are doing this to make God angry. Because it's intentional. When a sin is intentional, it's done on purpose to make God angry. Because, because if you know that committing murder is evil, it's, it's a sin against God. Even, even, even while, you, while you are even looking for the knife or gun, alright, you know exactly what you are doing and the consequence. Alright. So, so when you when you commit an atrocity that you yourself know is unacceptable, yeah, you, you are committing a very serious crime. Alright? So Manessa committed these these sins these acts without even blinking because he knew what he was doing praise god <laughs> all right so so this scene of manessa was the reason why god moved israel to babylon you know what you know manessa ensured that his people followed his footsteps that way israel sinned judah sinned and God commanded their four enemies to carry them away into captivity. Babylonians, the Arabians, the Moabites, the Ammonites. So they were dragging over the, the gold and the silver wells in the temple. They leveled down that, that holy city. That is God. what God will do to a nation that fails to repent. Praise God. <coughs> This is what God would do to a nation that fails to sincerely repent. Forget the growing number of churches. It does not matter. It does not matter. If, if, if holiness is not projected in such churches, it's a waste of time. Now how can prayers be answered? Prayers for this nation be answered? Manessa committed these sins and did not even blink. And God became so heartbroken. And he swore that Israel and Judah will be punished severely for this. Praise God. Bible said in verse 4 of 2 Kings 24, including the shedding of innocent blood, for he had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood and the lord was not willing to forgive god bless you for staying connected i encourage you today to go 
down on your knees and begin to confess your sins before Yahweh. Do you understand? Begin to confess. Say, my father, I may have followed other gods. I may have practiced idolatry, immorality. I may have been, been on, on the pulpit preaching without working on myself. Please do not forsake me. Forgive me and accept me that I may do what? Serve you. Praise God. When you do this, dear beloved, you will be given a new life, a level of happiness that you cannot explain. Can you explain that? <laughs> a level of happiness that you cannot explain. Praise God. Because when you are born anew, he gives you that peace that surpasses human understanding. Then you become above, superior to these temptations. These this, uh, acts that are capable of completely destroying you. And God has promised that those who seek him shall find him. Praise God. Those who seek him shall find him. Are you looking for God? And in Psalm 91, the Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. To dwell in the secret place of the Most High means to be safe. Praise God. And I will say, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Praise God. Because when you are in Him, He becomes your refuge and your fortress. And He will be your God in the name of Jesus. So let us not be foolish like Manessa, so that we don't end up heading into slavery. God forbid that. Let us be obedient like David, obedient like Samuel, doing God's will, so that eventually we will have every reason to glorify His name for what He has done. He is a faithful God. I will be sharing this message as as a as a text on our Facebook page. Don't forget to read it, and also on our WhatsApp page, so you can try and link me up on WhatsApp. Via zero eight zero five two five nine two nine seven five zero eight zero five two five nine two nine seven five. God bless you for staying connected. May I pray with you, Heavenly Father? We bless your holy name for a day like this. We are ever grateful for what you have done, for what you have started. We ask, Lord, may your name alone. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Help us to seek your face. May we not run back to the world, to, to idols, to ask for help, for charm. Help us, O oh Lord, to stay connected to you so that it will be well with us. Be exalted, Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. <music>